Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. So, Matty, so, uh, yeah, I'm in the chair this week. Great to have your company uh, on SEN 1170 on the podcast, if you're listening as well, or around the country on the app. It's a uh, – and if you're not in Sydney, it's a beautiful bright morning in Sydney. There's no clouds in Sydney at the moment, even though they said on the weather they're partly cloudy. Um, I can't see too many on the horizon. It's going to be nice and warm, and the sun's going to be out all week because there's no cricket. There's no test match. Of course, it is a beautiful summer's day and there's plenty of summer sport to talk about. And over the next three hours, we've got some great guests on the way to talk a bit of cricket with Phil Jakes. We've got uh, John Fitzgerald to talk some tennis and we've got Ben Graham to talk NFL. It's the last day of the regular season. But uh, with the cricket, damp ground, dead ground, grounded catches, clouds finally cleared. Too late for a result in the Sydney Test. Australia finished the summer, though, winning Four out of the five tests they played. The Big Bash is showing more than a few signs of life. Our women's cricketers have been at the top of their game and they've got an international series to come. And they signed a like a $8.7 trillion TV deal to go into the next decade as well. So wouldn't you call that a pretty decent summer? It has been a decent summer for the sport of cricket. And we'll discuss that a bit later on with Phil Jakes. And to come, we'll have a little bit more of an in-depth review of the Sydney test tennis Novak he wins again are you happy that he's back in the country 0457 736 736 well personally I don't mind him being back in the country and I can't see him being beaten for the Australian Open especially with Carlos Alcaraz the world number one the uh, Spanish teenager having to pull out of the Aussie Open and last night Novak won his 92nd ATP tour title Incredible. From match point down as well. And there's a list of eight tournaments he's now won of those 92 that he's won after being down a match point in that tournament. So, uh, yeah, if he's not the king, he's very close to it. And I can't see him being beaten at the Australian Open and leaving Australian shores in a bit of a happier mood than 12 months ago with the world number one ranking and a 10th Australian Open. The women's draw is wide open. There's been some pullouts in the Adelaide International to come this week. It was going to be a good field, but Naomi Osaka's not coming down. Not entirely sure she'll ever pick up a racket again. But, uh, yeah, the women's field wide open with Ash Barty no longer there. But Novak, he's the number one when it comes to the men's side. Football FA Cup will review a bit of FA Cup. Garang Kual, uh, the young Socceroo, he's on the move as well. The big club stagnant in the A-Leagues, staying in the UK. Well, we're going to talk about this when it comes to Prince Harry. Absolutely nothing about Prince Harry in the uh, next three hours. So if you want something about Prince Harry... Go to the FM dial and, um, yeah, fill your boots over there. So uh, looking forward to um, not even being inv- – uh, not even caring about the interview later tonight that's going to air um, the screens and everyone infiltrating uh, the lives of others through the royal family. Wonderful stuff. NFL, that's what we're here for. We're here for sport, and it's the business end of the NFL. It's the, the meaningless, meaningful stuff about life. That's what sport is. And uh, the NFL – well, DeMar Hamlin, he watched, and it was a heartwarming story for he, literally, and the Bills – 
because the Buffalo Bills won this morning. So we'll go in depth with that. Uh, our man Mark is in here. He's um, he's all over it, and we'll get to his team as well who played the Bills. He wasn't too happy. He's throwing his hat around the office this morning watching that. Rugby League, Selwyn Cobbo. Well then, yeah, a bit's been talked about there, but we'll get to Selwyn and uh, replay his, his grab about his opinion of Kevy Walters. We've got the golf in Hawaii. Who wouldn't want to be in Hawaii playing golf? Right now, well, the best in the world on the PGA Tour are not the best in the world full stop because some of them play live golf and that's coming to Adelaide in a couple of months' time. But, uh, yeah, the PGA Tour season starter in Hawaii or the calendar year starter in Hawaii right now. It's happening. We'll keep you up to date with that throughout the course of the morning. And we'll have a, a new set. Matty doesn't do this, but I just thought may as well do it. It's called Human of the Day and it'll be – Someone who was either born or passed away on this particular day. Today, we're going uh, with someone who was born. And this is a little hint that the path will head down for human of the day. Can we just play Zeppelin all morning and I just won't talk? How's that sound? No. A few people might be happy with that. No, we'll uh, we'll get to that a bit later on, uh, the human of the day. But to, to start things, we'll go, we'll rehash some of the top stories uh, that are uh, making headlines right now. And of course, top line by Australia drawing the final test, not winning the final test. Couldn't take those 14 wickets on the uh, on the final day. They just fall short of a series whitewash. Gave it all they could. Uh, Phil Jakes, as mentioned, will be along a little later on to talk about what happened to the uh, SCG pitch, why it wasn't turning sideways like a lot of people thought it would. Finally, South Africa with the bat show a little bit of gumption, if you like. And David Warner, controversially named player of the series, 213 runs across six digs, averaging 53.25. But one of them got 200 of those 213 runs, but he got man of the series. Who would you have given player of the series to? Let us know on 0457 736 Seven three six. Dean Elgar, he goes away from Australia. Not exactly his greatest series, put it that way. Um, statistically, the first, fifth worst opening batter on Australian soil in 113 years. That ain't a great list to be on. And uh, we'll talk with Phil a bit later on about the soft signals from the umpires and also who goes to India. So what is the composition of the Australian lineup? When they get to India, how many pacemen do they fill up their lineup with? Their first 11. How many spin bowlers do they? Well, they've got options with some of our best batters as well. Steve Smith, of course, can bowl some leg spin. Travis Head, who was trusted a lot by Pat Cummins in the Sydney Test, can bowl his off spin. And Marnus Labuschagne, of course, he wants to get involved. He feels, talking to SEN yesterday, he wasn't used enough in the Sydney Test. Should have got me on earlier, boys. That, that, that was what I needed. Jeez, no one of my over was so good. Everyone was behind me. I love it when the crowd's up. So, no, it was, uh, it was such a pleasure uh, when you when, when the crowd's so behind you. You know, mm. even this late in the day, there's so many players flocking to the ground. It's uh, just so special when um, they're still up and about, even though it's two for, uh, two for 106. Yeah, Marnus. You get the feeling that Marnus would be enthusiastic about anything in life. He'd be enthusiastic about going for a net with his family members or, or whatever like that, just jumping out of his skin to be involved. So it sounds like he desperately wants to be involved uh, in India, not just with the bat, but with the ball as well. Uh, rugby league, well, yeah, everyone, I reckon every single rugby league team is back this week and um, sweating it out and getting ready for the season. Trials are not too far away 
as well. But the uh, the main headline act over the weekend was Selwyn Cobbo. Now, this was a grab from a podcast done in October 2022. Not entirely sure how it came to be that it's making news now, but this is what Selwyn had to say about his coach at the Brisbane Broncos. He's a good person. Yeah. He's a good person, like a good bloke. But I don't think he's a good coach. Like he's not the best coach, but he's he's all right. Like he's, I feel like he's just a good person. Yeah, mm. yeah, he's just a good person, eh? But I don't reckon he's a he's a coach. Even well, that, though that's what you need, right? Yeah, but even though you know he experienced footy, you know, you know he been through all that grand finals and all that. But I feel like he's he's not a coach. But he's a good bloke. You know, he's a good person. Does a lot for the club in that too. Yeah, mm. but the way he coaches, it's a bit weird, I guess. Right, uh, Selwyn, just a little hint, mate. He won six premierships, so he's regarded as a bit of a legend at the Brisbane Broncos. And maybe if you've got an issue with him, maybe go to the CEO of the club or just keep it in-house. Not forget that you're maybe talking to a mate on a podcast, but the podcast might be actually published. That's the whole point of a podcast, to get people to listen. Uh, yeah, he's going to have a difficult kind of time of it, explaining himself. He might have already explained himself. He might have already gone back and reflected in October and said, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that, and it's ahead of the game. But I do laugh when uh, footy players, sports people, people in life full stop say, oh, I was taken out of, out of context. How <laughs> those words taken out of context? And it's weird that especially sports people, they use the term, I was taken out of context. If you're listening back there, do you say to your partner when something is misconstrued about what you said, you've taken me out of context? Do, like, is that a is that a heads-up play if you say to them, uh, that was a crap present? Oh, no, I didn't mean it. That was taken out of context over Christmas. Um, or you say to a mate, uh, his missus or his her bloke or his bloke or her missus, they're no good, no good at all. Oh, I'm actually still with him. Oh, sorry, I was taken out of context. Or his, her cooking is crap. Oh, no, no, it's just tasted a bit weird. I was taken out of context. It's it's only when <laughs> it's only when moments like this occur, especially in the sporting field, it's quite weird that they lean back automatically on their, I was taken out of context. I cannot see how that was taken out of context. It was, what's Ke- is Kevy a good, or what's he like as a coach? And come up with that as an explanation, it's um, yeah, pretty set in terms of what was said there from Selwyn. But good luck, Selwyn, with the chat with Kevy Walters in the coming days. Tennis, Novak Djokovic wins again, defeats Seb Quarter in the final of the Adelaide International. It was down there in Adelaide and there was nothing but love for Novak. Uh, um, the Serbian community in particular, which is pretty strong down there in Adelaide, as it is in a lot of... Uh, Australian cities, um, given the expats that now live here after, you know, uh, conflict forced them away from their homeland in the 90s or uh, a lot of um, a lot of people from that part of the world came to live in Australia before then in the 60s and 70s. But uh, Novak, the point is that there were a stack of Serbian flags around the place. A lot of them had his face on those flags as well. Like here in Australia, we're known for, I don't know, what was it in The Simpsons? There was a boot put on an Australian flag and that's how we were summed up. Well, for Novak, his face is on the Serbian flag. And they absolutely love him. He came back uh, from match point down against Sebastian Corder to win last night. It's now the eighth title he's won 
after being down match point. 07 Vienna, Basel, US Open famously against Roger Federer. He was down match points and he went on to win that in 2011, all the way through to Wimbledon as well in 2019. Again against Roger Federer, down match points, comes back to win the title. And now again here in Adelaide, just uh, a few of those eight that he's won from match point down. Uh, eight of the 92 titles he has won. He's incredible when it gets down to um, the business end. And uh, this is what he had to say about his match point record and winning in Adelaide. Statistically, I've been um, lucky to, to win more of these kind of matches. And of course, the more you win um, these particular matches, the, the, the better you feel. And I think, I think it, it gets to the head of your opponents more as well. So that's what I want. I want them to, to know that you know, uh, regardless of the scoreline, I'm always there. I'm always fighting to the last shot and that I'm able to turn things around. So, of course, going into the court with anybody, uh, knowing that they know as well uh, what I'm capable of is, is of course, um, advantage. Statistically, I've been... Every player uh, on the men's circuit knows exactly what they're going to get with Novak Djokovic, especially when it gets a bit difficult. And the amount of times that he breaks players late in sets to either win sets or fight back in sets. He did it again yesterday against Seb Corder, who's a very good player. He'll be a seed, the big American, at uh, Melbourne Park. And, a, and I reckon he's a bit of a chance to make the second week. But Djokovic is the one. He is the absolute favourite. As mentioned about the women's, even more open right now. I don't think Naomi, Naomi Osaka was going to contend anyway. She's barely played any tennis in the last 12 months. But she is out and, um, yeah, she won't be coming to Australia, unfortunately, the two times winner of uh, the Australian Open. So another bit of a blow for tournament organisers without Carlos Alcaraz as well. But once the tennis starts, which it does actually officially in about 10 minutes' time down in Melbourne with the start of qualifying. Monday start for the qualifying down there at the Australian Open. We'll keep you up to date with a few of the Aussies in action. There's a stack of Aussies trying to qualify. They have to win three matches to get through to the main draw. And the main draw, if you make the main draw, you are guaranteed $106,000 this year. That's the first round prize money, and it keeps on going up and up and up the more matches you win. As for uh, a bit of football, as mentioned, plenty happening both at home and abroad. This was incredible. don't know if you caught this on the weekend. It was on Saturday evening at Allianz Stadium. Sydney FC somehow, uh, well, they looked to be out of it against Wellington until the 95th minute when they got not one but two penalties. And this is what happened. Kicked into the box by Wood, away by Tim Payne, who's been everywhere along with Scott Wooden. And it comes towards Lafondra, and Wooden's there again. Well, the pain this time. They're pointed to the penalty spot. Another controversial decision. Lafondra against Sale. And Sale makes the save. Incredible. And I think justice has been done. Justice has been done. We're looking at a post-penalty save. Handball. That's what I'm being told. Well, I do not believe it. A second penalty for Sydney after two red cards issued. Lafondra again, who's seen one effort saved. Might be the last kick of the game. And he's, he's put it, it over the top of the bar. You're joking. I see it, but I do not believe it. Great call from Simon Hill there, uh, and that's thanks to Network 10. But, uh, wow, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it places... More pressure on Steve Corica, um, one of the good guys in, in football, but results not happening for Sydney FC uh, on a consistent basis. They're uh, out of the top six at the moment. It's a complete disaster if they miss the top six 
again after missing it last season. Yeah, Adam LaFondra is still feeling a bit down about missing two penalties in injury time to sell something from that game against Wellington Phoenix, who finished the game with nine men. It was, uh, yeah, pretty hectic there at Allianz on Saturday. So Sydney currently on eighth place on 13 points, second worst defensive record in the league, 19 goals conceded. And it wasn't great for the A-League men's in a wider sense on the weekend because Nani, the... Uh, the Portuguese superstar who came to Melbourne Victory with big hopes this year of getting a few more people through the gate. Well, we know what's happened with Melbourne Victory and understand the sanctions will be officially handed down at the at the end of this week for Victory for uh, their fans storming the field at the Melbourne Derby before Christmas. Well, Nani's blown his ACL, gone for the season. Uh, lurching from one bad news story to another, unfortunately, in the A-League men's. Uh, and yesterday also, uh, MacArthur, too good for Newcastle and in the A-League women's, Western Sydney Wanderers got their first win of the season over Melbourne City. We're off to a break. We're off and running on mornings with Adam Peacock this week. Back with your calls and texts after this. 0457 736 736.